guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So to conclude this week of the Come Follow Me reading, I'm going to get into a really weird story. Now, it starts off really good. It's, in fact, it starts off the way whenever God has a people on the earth that are starting to gel and work together, he invites them to keep what is called the law of consecration. In fact, you get into just the very end of chapter 4, verses 31 and 32, where in 32 it says you've got the multitude of them that believe were of one heart and of one soul, meaning they're unified, they're working together. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. Okay, And with great power gave the apostles witness, there's that word again, witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. They're all taking care of one another. Verse 34, neither was there any among them that lacked. Verse 35, there was distribution that was made to every man according as he had need. And you see this happen throughout history. You see it amongst the Nephites. You see it in early church history. You see it with the city of Enoch. And they did it so well that they were eventually taken off the earth and translated. So God's goal is to get his people so unified and working together that honestly, he can just pull them right off the earth, get everybody out and be like, okay, we've we've done our best and we've got you where you needed to be. So that's the goal right here, which again leads to a weird story in chapter five as you've got Ananias and Sapphira. As I was looking for pictures, I found this one, which again, pretty bizarre. Uh, Verse one, a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. Okay. Verse two, and kept back part of the price. That's not how you do the law of consecration. They're keeping some for themselves. But his wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. So just taking a part of it. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and keep back part of the price of the land? Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And then verse 5, And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. Verse 6, The young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. Like, boom, they are fast. Verse 7, And it was about the space of three hours after. This man is dead. They bury him three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. Honey, where are you at? He's already been buried, right? Verse 8, And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. And then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. The young man came in, found her dead, carried her forth, and buried her by her husband. And verse 11, great fear, this is a great understatement, great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. What a bizarre story, right? As you got these two who just, you know, they don't keep the law of consecration the way they had covenanted to do. And what happens? They both die. Again, I think we're missing some stuff here. There's some stuff lost in translation here. As you got boom, boom, 
boom, these two are dead right here because of their disobedience. Now you're probably thinking, okay, that's a bizarre story. It is, but I think there's a little lesson for us here. In what ways do we keep back part of ourselves, okay? What are some ways that we are dishonest that have nothing to do with lying and cheating? And that's something I don't know if I need to talk about. And that's something that you and the Holy Ghost or you and your family or an individual, you can sit there and kind of think about. It's like, what ways are we dishonest that really have nothing to do with lying and cheating? And what are ways that we do keep back part of ourselves? If there are things that we know that we can do, why do we hold back? Maybe it's our time. Maybe it's our talents. Maybe it is our possessions. Maybe there are things that we could very well consecrate and make holy, but for some reason or another, we hold back because of fear or whatever it is. Well, there's a quote from Gordon B. Hinckley specific to this particular story. In our time, those found in dishonesty do not die as Ananias and Sapphira, but something within them dies. Conscience chokes, character withers, self-respect vanishes, and integrity dies. So I put together a little thing right here. When you keep back part, you give up the Holy Ghost. You know, these guys gave up the ghost. They yielded up the ghost. But I think when we keep back part of, of what we could give, that's where we lose the Holy Ghost in our lives and we give that up. And so that's why it's so important to be able to trust the Holy Ghost and trust God. And if we need to give, again, that's our time, our talents, whatever it is, church callings. There's a whole bunch of things we could put into there, but make sure that as we do that, we give and don't just keep back part because those are the things that do help us as we're willing to give to be able to have the Holy Ghost and be able to watch him do miracles in our lives. I love these chapters and acts. I am grateful for them and I'm grateful for the messages that they share. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.